This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing, man? Good, how are you? I am doing great, thank you. And of course, today we're back at it to talk a bit more about getting Italian citizenship. Specifically, we wanted to talk about the situation in New York, gathering documents from New York, both the state and the city, because when you are gathering documents from that particular state, there are certain rules and laws and regulations which may differ from other places or maybe slightly more complicated than what you might find elsewhere. But Marco, I think maybe the first place that might be worth starting would be gathering the birth certificates. And I, I know you were mentioning to me before we started that depending on what year and depending on whose you're trying to gather, there could be some complications that come up along the way. Yeah, as you said, um, when it comes to getting birth certificates, but also marriage records and death certificates from the state of New York, uh, the situation is a little bit more complex than in other states. So there are several rules that you need to pay attention to, and that, as you said, uh, differ from the other states. But let's start from the birth certificates. Where do you get birth certificates? Well, in the city of New York, to get a birth certificate, you need to file an application with the municipal archives if it's an older birth certificate, meaning if the birth happened before 1910. So until 1910, birth certificates are held by the municipal archives. On the contrary, if the birth happened after 1909, then you need to contact the New York City Department of Health. And there are differences between birth certificates issued by the municipal archives and birth certificates issued by the New York City Department of Health. In fact, if you're getting a birth certificate from the New York City Department of Health, you have to make sure that you request, that you specifically request, the long form with the letter of exemplification. Uh, the letter of exemplification is basically a uh, page, a white page attached to the birth certificate that confirms its authenticity. So when you request a birth certificate from the city of New York, if the birth happened after 1909, you have to make sure that the birth certificate is requested from the New York City Department of Health and that you specifically request that you want to obtain a letter of exemplification. The letter of exemplification is what allows you to get the birth certificate authenticated by the county clerk, which is an intermediary step between getting the birth certificate and get, getting the birth certificate apostilled. We've talked about the apostille in many other videos, and as I'm sure our audience knows already, the apostille is necessary to use a birth certificate issued in the U.S., in Italy, including the Italian consulate, because the Italian consulate, we said it many times, is Italian territory. So if you want to use a birth certificate issued in America and presented to the Italian consulate in America, you need to have an apostille attached to your certificate of birth. And like I just said, if your birth certificate was issued 
uh, by New York City Department of Health, in order to get it apostilled, you will need to get a uh, certification from the county clerk, which you can only get if your birth certificate has a letter of exemplification. So be sure to request that when you're requesting your birth certificate. Um, with regard to birth certificates issued from the state of New York, so outside of the city of New York, they don't need a letter of exemplification. And you can, you can request them from the county in which the birth happened or from the New York State Department of Health. However, birth certificates issued in the state of New York outside of the city of New York do need the certificate of authenticity issued from the county clerk in the county in which the certificate was issued in order to get the apostille. So as you said at the beginning, the rules uh, are quite complex. Even if you're just getting a birth certificate, uh, it's, it's, it's not that easy, especially if your birth certificate is to be issued in the state of New York. There is also another complication when it comes to birth certificates because the rules are different uh, in the city of New York and in the state of New York outside of the city of New York, meaning that if you're getting a birth certificate in the state of New York outside of the city of New York, if the person to whom the birth certificate pertains to is deceased, then you can only get the birth certificate through a court order if the person itself is deceased and there is no surviving parent. In other words, only a parent or the person itself can request a birth certificate in the state of New York under the rules of the state of New York, which means that if the person is deceased and if there is no surviving parent, then you, the descendant, can only get the birth certificate of this person through a court order, which means that you will have to petition the court in the county where the birth occurred, and the court will basically authorize the New York State Department of Health to release the birth certificate to you with the purpose of applying for dual citizenship. Now, make no mistake, you can get a, an uncertified copy of the same birth certificate without a court order, meaning a copy valid only for genealogical purposes, but that's not good to apply for Italian citizenship by descent because it cannot be apostilled. So in short, when your ancestor or ascendant was born in the state of New York outside of the city of New York and is now deceased, there are no surviving parents and you need their birth certificate, you have to petition the court to get it because the version that you would get without petitioning the court, which is a genealogical copy, is not good to apply for citizenship by descent. Very interesting. And so you mentioned that this was outside of the city of New York, just the state of New York. But what are the rules if you are gathering these birth certificates or a birth certificate from the city of New York? How does that differ? So if the person was born in the city of New York, so in one of the five boroughs, you do not need to petition the court to get the birth certificates, to have access to the birth certificates, even if the person is deceased, because the rules are different in the city of New York. So if you have a deceased parent or grandparent who was born in the city of New York, uh, you only need to prove your relationship to them through your birth certificate, your parents' birth certificate, maybe the marriage records, 
So anything that shows that you are the direct descendant of this person, uh, if you're able to prove this, as well as the fact that the person was uh, that the person passed away, the New York City Department of Health will release the document to you. So at the end of the day, the rules in the city of New York allow for easier access to birth certificates of deceased individuals if these individuals were born in the city of New York, so inside the city limits. Now, though, if you're ascendant, who was born either inside the city of New York or outside the city of New York, but inside the state of New York, is alive, meaning you have a parent or grandparent who is alive and was born in the state of New York, in New York City, or in another city in the state of New York, if that person doesn't sign a form to have the office that holds their birth certificate, to release them to you, then you will not, unfortunately, be able to get the birth certificate, uh, meaning if they do not cooperate in this process, you will not be able to get their birth certificates. And without a birth certificate of a direct ascendant, so somebody who is a key person in your Italian line, uh, without a birth certificate, unfortunately, you will not be able to apply for Italian citizenship by descent. So uh, we have had a few clients in the past who were estranged from their family, they were, they were not talking to parents or grandparents, and the parent or grandparent in question were not willing to sign any application form to allow uh, the applicant for Italian citizenship, their direct descendant, to have their own birth certificates. And, you know, in that case, unfortunately, there's nothing that can be done unless uh, they sign this application form that, that allows you to get their birth certificates. That's fascinating. But I know there's also situations where even if a person isn't estranged from another family member, but maybe the family member is maybe not educated on this process or the situation or that it's actually real. There are so many people that I've met over the years that thought it's a scam, thought it's not real. Even in my own family, uh, I had one particular relative who thought it wasn't even real, thought it didn't exist, that you could get Italian citizenship. How could that be? But uh, you mentioned that it is not possible. But is that the case even if you go to court? Is there the possibility to get a court order for this document? Because you mentioned about getting a court order before. Is it possible in this case or not at all? Well, you know, a lot of people ask me this question before. Of course, it's always possible to go to court, you know, to solve any matter. Predetermining how a judge could rule in this specific situation, meaning when there is a person whose birth certificate is needed for another person's process, um, I mean, I guess the judge would have to balance the two interests and understand which one is more important and uh, see, you know, if it's more important, the right of a person to apply for Italian citizenship or the right of a family member to have their personal information protected um, as they would like it to be. So you could try to go to court and see what happens. It's very hard to predict what a judge could decide in a case where the person um, to whom the birth certificate pertains to is alive. Very interesting. But I know there's a lot of other different types of documents that a person might want to 
try to get from the state of New York, whether that's a marriage certificate, a death certificate, or even something uh, from Ellis Island. Um, maybe we'll get into Ellis Island a little bit later on in the episode. But if a person is needing to get marriage and death certificates from New York, how does that work? Does it change also just like birth certificates between the state of New York and the city of New York? Or what do things look like? We can talk about death certificates maybe in a second, but let me start from the uh, marriage records. So when the marriage was celebrated in the city of New York, so in one of the five boroughs, and you have to get a certified copy of that marriage record, you need to request it from the New York City clerk or marriage bureau um, only if the marriage was celebrated after a certain date. In other words, if the marriage was celebrated after 1949, then the record will be held by the New York City clerk, and that's what, what it needs to be requested. However, if the marriage was celebrated before that year, then the record needs to be requested from the municipal archives. So again, different rules depending on when the marriage was celebrated. But again, we're only talking about right now about the city of New York, so one of the five boroughs, not about a situation where the marriage was celebrated outside of the city of New York. Um, when it comes to marriage records, no letter of exemplification is required. So I talked before about the need for a letter of exemplification when you're requesting birth certificates from the city of New York. The letter of exemplification is not required for marriage records. So don't worry, don't panic if your marriage record comes without a letter of exemplification because that's normal. If you have to request a death certificate for somebody who passed away in the city of New York, so within the city limits, if the death occurred after 1948, then the record needs to be requested from the New York City Department of Health and make sure that you request, so you select that option, you request a long form death certificate with a letter of exemplification because you do need a letter of exemplification, which once again, is, it's a white page physically attached to the death certificate with a signature of a public official that basically certifies that the document is authentic and real. Only with the letter of exemplification, you can get the death certificate authenticated by the county clerk, which is the intermediate step that needs to be taken in order for the death certificate to be apostilled. And just to clarify for our audience, the certificate of the county clerk needs to be requested at the county clerk's office, which in the case of Manhattan is located at 60 Center Street. Uh, so in the court, basically. And then if you live in the city of New York, you can also get the apostille in person downtown on William Street. You can go walk in and you can get a certain number of documents apostilled. There's a limit that changes from time to time. It could be up to five documents that they can apostille while you wait. So they give you the documents with the apostille on the spot. But again, that limit changes depending on uh, when you go. And it could be that, you know, they, they are able to apostille only a lower amount of documents while you wait. And if you have more than a certain number of documents, they will have to mail them back to you. And the vital records issued in New York, they can also be apostilled through the mail and you can just mail them to the Secretary of State's office in Albany, New York to get them apostilled. Now, going back to death certificates, if the death occurred before 1948, then the document must be requested from the municipal archives. 
So again, different rules depending on when the death occurred. And I think this video will be very useful because a lot of people end up wasting a lot of time when requesting documents from the state of New York, where the rules are very difficult and tough to understand because there are so many rules, so many offices that are involved. Um, when the death or the marriage happened outside of the city of New York, then the marriage record or the uh, death certificate can be requested at the county level, so where the marriage was celebrated or the death occurred, or from the uh, New York State Department of Health. So if the event happened outside of the city of New York, the rules are uh, easier, and you can just go and request the record without a letter of exemplification. That's not, that's not necessary. Just make sure you're requesting the long form and that the document will be... Um, it will be possible to apostille the document and the apostille must be requested from the uh, Secretary of State. Now, at this point, there is one final clarification that I'd like to make, which would be, um, and I'm talking about vital record documents issued outside of the city of New York, in the state of New York. If the vital record document was issued at the county level, it may be necessary to get uh, the document authenticated by the county clerk before you're able to submit it uh, to the Secretary of State to get the apostille. On the other hand, if the vital record document was issued by the New York State Department of Health, then you can just get it apostilled directly from the Secretary of State without the need to get the document authenticated by a county clerk. Well, this has all been absolutely fascinating, but we did mention that we were going to get into the records from Ellis Island. If I'm not mistaken, these are actually a bit easier, at least from a legal standpoint, to get. But when you are getting these records, what do you need to do? How do you go through the search? I know this is something that you and your team do very frequently at ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. The Ellis Island records are easier to access, so they're mostly public records. And what normally people look for are the shipping lists or certificates of arrival, you know, that show when the immigrants from Italy were arriving to the US. And most of them, as we said many times, were getting uh, into the US through Ellis Islands. And those records, although they're not necessary to apply for citizenship, can be very extremely helpful because, you know, they, through those records, you could be able to see where your ancestor was going. Maybe, you know, from the ship list, you see that he was going with his family or without his family to a family member who was already in America. Maybe, you know, he was going to, uh, to an aunt or an uncle or a friend. And uh, it shows if the person arrived alone or maybe with a wife and a child, if it was the first trip or the second trip. So a lot of useful information is normally on these records. And like I just said, it can be very helpful, especially when you don't know exactly what happened to your ancestor when he arrived in America, where he lived. If you can't find maybe his marriage record, if you can't find where he settled, uh, these records can be extremely useful. And these records, these certificates of arrival, are at times included in other records, which are the naturalization records, which are instead key records that you need to obtain to prove 
when your ancestor became naturalized. Now, if your ancestor never became naturalized, then you do not need these records. You need other records to show that he never naturalized. But when your ancestor did become naturalized, then you do need to obtain the naturalization records, which at times include, for example, the certificates of arrival. And these uh, records are to be obtained from USCIS, which is a central entity, a central office in America, located in in Washington, D.C., that can release these documents. But because the release of these documents can take a long time, so many months, it might be possible to obtain these naturalization records locally, so from the courts or archives. And when it comes to records of naturalizations that happened in New York, you need to contact the National Archives in New York City Or you can also try to contact the local courts where the naturalization happened. And these records might be sufficient. So even if you're still waiting for the documents, for the naturalization documents that you ordered from USCIS, the United States Citizenship and Immigration Services, uh, which, like I said, take a long time to be released. If you're still waiting for these records, but you're able to locate the same records issued by the National Archives or the local court in New York, you might be able to apply for citizenship anyway, because even if you will not be getting the certificate of naturalization, that's held only by USCIS. Uh, So you won't be getting that from the local court or from the National Archives based in the city of New York. But that might not be necessary. You would have to talk to the consulate because the thing is, the petition for naturalization, which is what you get from the court the National Archives will have on its back the date of naturalization. So to simplify for people, when you request the naturalization records of your ancestor from USCIS, you will get the declaration of intention, the petition for naturalization, and the certificate of naturalization, which indicates the date of naturalization. On the other hand, when you request the naturalization records from the National Archives or from the court in the state of New York, you will get only the declaration of intention and the petition for naturalization, which, though on its back, indicates the exact date of naturalization. And that should be sufficient for the consulate. Uh, Right now, at the time of the recording of this video, uh, USCIS is taking about 10 to 12 months to release naturalization records, so a very long time. So this is the situation when your ancestor became naturalized. But if your ancestor never became naturalized, then you need to get letters from the National Archives, from USCIS, that indicate that your ancestor never became naturalized, that they researched their uh, database, their records, and they could find no entry for your ancestor's name. And be sure that you indicate in the request that you file all of the possible uh, variants of the name, aliases that your ancestor might have used. And I believe one last piece of information before we maybe end up this episode. Um, When you're applying for citizenship through a consulate in the US, these naturalization records do not need to be apostilled. So the consulate doesn't need them to have an apostille. But on the other hand, when you are applying for citizenship in Italy, so if you choose to relocate to Italy, and we have talked about the application process in Italy in many other videos, then you do need to have the naturalization records. And 
the letter that indicates that your ancestor never naturalized, if that's the case, apostilled. Well, this has all been absolutely fascinating to hear all about these processes and how to get these documents. It's so many details to go through. I know from other states, the process can be much, much easier, but um, it's unfortunate that there are so many situations where there would be so many hoops to jump through to get documents from New York. But it is good to know that at least if you are doing that research to figure out uh, about how you can be eligible or how you can get the documents if you don't know where certain things come from. Getting that from Ellis Island can be very helpful. But Marco, if anybody is needing help with getting Italian citizenship, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italiancitizenshipassistance.com, or give us a call. Our number is on the website. Well, that's absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you're interested in more content like this about Italian citizenship, be sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel as well as the audio-only podcast on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. But of course, the benefit of being subscribed to the Italian Citizenship Podcast on YouTube is that you are also automatically subscribed to the Italian Real Estate Podcast, another project that Marco and I collaborate on, where we talk about the ins and outs of Italian real estate purchasing, renting, as well as some of the places in the country where we actually like uh, and would consider owning a home. But of course, we have been here again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian from Italian Citizenship Assistance. Of course, this has been another episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast. I'm Rafael Di Furia, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.